show noise. Uh, air show noise? Here? Air show noise? Uh, really? Update on the strange ultralight. Did you get yep. down there again? No, I haven't been back no? there yet. No? All right, yeah. all right. We're going to check back with you later on here. we got to make a trip down there and check out. Well, i got to I got to feed an animal, and so far the animals kept me from getting back over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, the, and the way the wind's been blowing here, let me give everybody a hint of what the winds have been like here. <laughs> seen this strange ultralight we're talking I about? I have not. I need to get to ultralights. I just wandered in this morning, having, having I'm now at, at 13 hours on my day, and it's still very daylight here. I expect this will be at least an 18-hour day, so if I don't get to ultralights today, I'll get to ultralights tomorrow. But but when you say strange, what's strange about it? Are the, are the control surfaces in the wrong place? Um, are the lifting surfaces unusual? With, with apologies to Amy, we've we've been through this. What's strange yeah, about it? About three nights now. <laughs> so I'm going to say refer to episode 179 or the other little uh, we'll daily. Get you, we'll get you a okay. picture and or something. When right? Amy sees it, she she'll understand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All okay. Right. That's, all right. that's all. That's all fair enough. You guys are making podcasts faster than I can listen to them these days, which and is a good thing. We're making podcasts faster than we can listen. That's to the them. plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Exactly, exactly. Speaking of which, this is uh, the UCAP Daily. Uh, Number 179 Bravo. We're recording this on Wednesday. It's Wednesday, right? Late it is Wednesday. Wednesday. Late yeah. Wednesday afternoon. It's day two, official day two of Sun and Fun 2010. And uh, the Daily Air Show is going on in the background here. Hopefully everyone can still hear us. But we just wanted to check in and let you know what uh, what we've seen so far. And uh, um, so uh, maybe we'll go around the circle here real quickly. I'm going to go first. The, uh, I, you know, I've seen this before. I saw it again today. It's one of the few air show acts that still gets my attention. That helicopter. Oh, yeah. That air helicopter, the Red Bull helicopter. He does some things with that that I just didn't think you could do with a helicopter. You know what I'm talking about. You can only do that with that helicopter. That's what I was listening to. I was first time ever I was listening to the announcer and the engineer guy was there, the mechanic. And he was saying just that. Yeah. What, what kinds of th- changes have they made to it? Well, they, they've changed the entire rotor hub and it's been set up so that you can do inverted maneuvers. All that being said, he he never has a a negative G on that thing. No, the negative G would... would, would, would impose some loads on the rotor blades that I don't think even they've designed to, to, to withstand. And, and and really it comes down to its breeding. It was crossbred with a bumblebee, which is not able to fly either. So uh, it does things that nothing else can do. Okay, all right. It doesn't make honey when it's on the ground. But you do need to understand, because I've, I've gotten to interview their chief pilot, and um, he is a really interesting guy. He will tell you that Nothing they do has not been examined from every perspective for safety. And safety first with Red Bull. Red Bull is a really interesting organization. And, um, and that's no that ball. stuff, yeah, thanks. That stuff is practiced and practiced and practiced. He knows what the wind's going to be like, what the effect is going to be in, and he knows uh, how to perform those maneuvers so it's not going to be a disaster. Do you know whether they added any weight to the tips of the rotor blades to help increase their rigidity during those maneuvers? I do not know the answer to that. I've heard some helicopter pilots say that you could improve its aerobatic capabilities by stiffening the blades. It's centrifugal force with the more weight out on the tips makes them stiffer. And since they're 
beefing up and changing the hub and all that, it wouldn't be out of line. I don't know. I don't understand why helicopters fly anyway beyond the point of beating the air into submission. Well, you need to you need to understand. They haven't this helicopter is no different than the rest of its breed of helicopters. So they haven't done anything special to just the Red Bull helicopters. It's the type of of helicopter that and they're what flying. Type is that? Yeah, now you got me because without looking it up online, which I can't do because we're sitting, shall I say where we're sitting? Well, I, as a matter of fact, yeah, I was going to mention, we're, we're, <laughs> we, you can tell specifically where we're sitting. I'll say in general, we're sitting here, uh, we're on the grounds of Sun and Fun. We are uh, sort of roughly next to the Cessna uh, exhibit area uh, at the edge of the uh, general aircraft exhibit area and just to the, let's see, I'm, I'm notoriously bad at directions, just to south the west. Just the media building. Well, I wasn't going to mention something as mundane as the media building, but we are just to the west. Well, uh, not just to the west, but to the west of the Warbirds area here. And uh, no, I was going to say we uh, commandeered a golf cart. We have commandeered a golf cart, which That's we're sitting, exactly we're right. sitting here very comfortably and uh, chatting about the day. Um, I should mention, you make a good point. Um, I'm sitting here today. We have uh, Dave Higgins here. I'm Jack Hodgson, and Amy Loboda is here. Um, our friend Jeb Burnside is off on assignment today, and uh, he will at, be at, un at an undisclosed location. That's right. He'll be back later in the week. Exactly where he might be able to look up for us. I know that the British military uses this helicopter extensively, yeah, yeah. and it was built for this kind of maneuvering. Right. What else is going on? What have you guys seen that was fun today, or what's going on tonight that we want to check out? What were you doing today? I saw you were writing furiously when I met you earlier I today. was. I was doing some blogging for Kit Plains Magazine, uh -huh. which people can find on their new uh, Kit Kip Plains Newsline uh -huh. on the Kip Plains website, so please look it up. You can see exactly what I was doing today. I had the opportunity to see um, Aspen Avionics' new horizontally oriented backup system, 7-in-1 instruments. I thought that was pretty cool because there are a lot of people out there who can't do the vertical but the horizontal, they've got the panel space for. And this little gem, when it comes out in December, is going to be right up their alley. I also got to look at um, what TrueTrack Systems is offering these days. And again, it's future stuff right now. But I saw the coolest thing you could put on an iPod Touch. And it was wirelessly sending the engine information to the iPod Touch from a module on the firewall and it was all there and you could just swish through and see all your fuel flows and your and your CHDs and EGTs yeah. and, and it was an app that an intern had written but it, it utilizes similar software to what they're getting ready to do in a touch screen monitor that will fit in a, I believe it's a two and a quarter inch standard um, circle instrument dial in the cockpit for the uh, lighter set um, and smaller experimentals where the panel space, I don't know if anybody's seen the panel space in my kit box, but it ain't what you got here on the little back seat of the golf cart. So we can't have big instruments, we can't have big EFIS panels. Um, that kind of stuff is not gonna go for it. The other thing is it's gotta be very low wattage, and these are only gonna require like two and a half watts, which is which is pretty exciting. David, certainly you've seen something fun today. What were you doing? You've been wandering around all day. You seen any friends? 
Oh, saw lots of friends. I saw my buddy Chuck last night. Uh, uh, saw a couple of friends from Europe today. Uh, played with the uh, little uh, backup instrument that Amy was talking about from Aspen uh, earlier today and spent a little time with them talking about their synthetic vision upgrade that they're expecting first quarter of next year. Uh, but the, one of the little things that I've seen it's not publicized is stuck way out west in Hangar Echo. There's a little electronic flight bag called the iFly, lowercase iFly 700. It's a $500 box with about a six inch diagonal touchscreen operation, and it's a legal electronic flight bag. Built in GPS, it does not geo reference, but it will navigate you. It's got sectionals, instrument approach plates, charts. Uh, you can comes with low in-route IFR charts built into it, and you can get a subscription to update it for 90 bucks a year to update all that paper. Uh, comes in its own travel carrying case with power converters and, and yoke mounts and suction mounts, and uh, for 500 bucks, uh, Jeb and I played with it for uh, about 20 minutes yesterday, talked to the people that are marketing it. Uh, It'll even take a video input. Oh, Jeb was talking about that last night. Even take a lipstick camera input. Uh, and I'm a big fan of EFBs. Anything that lightens the load and lets me put more gas or more people in, I'm a, I'm a fan of. Yeah, sounds. Uh, and a uh, the engine monitoring. Talking about Aspen, they come out with a module. So if you've got a graphic engine monitor in your panel, where the information's fed from a processing box on into an RS-232 connector for the display. You can take that out, plug it into your Aspen multifunction display with this little box to convert it, and now you get all your engine data, fuel flow, yada, 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 all of it right there on the MFD as you need it. Half a screen if you want it. That's great. Um, one of the fun things I did, um, I, we've been running into, I know you have too, Dave, been running into listeners left and right, and uh, um, and I, I apologize, I can't remember all the names, but one notable listener I ran into this morning is uh, Luca Berta. Luca Berta from uh, Italy is in town for the show, and uh, he tracked me down this morning and was saying hi, and uh, that was a real thrill. He's been a, a great contributor to the forums area, uh, giving us not only the European perspective, but filling us in on some of the U.S. perspective things, too. He seems to know his aviation stuff. So uh, we're hoping to hook up sometime later this week to get a beer together. And uh, He came over here for his honeymoon. A couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, and it was a flying honeymoon. Yeah. They went flying all over the uh, the southwest and the west, and uh, it was what great. nice way to do it. Yeah, I know. Nice I know. way to do it. So. Well, you know what's going on tonight what's is that? the Lindbergh Foundation Dinner, which is a neat special event. You know, they announced the um, winners of their 10,000 and change award that they give every year. Sure. And um, they're celebrating that tonight over at the amphitheater. Yeah. Are you going? I am not going uh, to go. Okay. Sadly, right. however, I will be uh, covering Green Day all day tomorrow, so mm -hmm. I'm going to focus on eco flying. And thank you, she's not talking about the band. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be uh, working extensively with them, and the one person I want to talk to. So you'll have to, uh, I'll have to be asked the question again on Friday. Is Dr. Amy Lang, 
who has been studying things like textures and shark skin. Oh, I love and, it. And, and um, <laughs> flow. Yep. So she's a physicist and um, different materials and how to create the, the best um, flows. Because, yeah, you know, great. water, air, yep. same stuff yeah. to a physicist. All right. We'll check back later on. That's it for uh, Wednesday here, uh, day two at Sun and Fun, and we'll talk to you again later. Thank you.